Hi, Jeremy here. Thank you so much for tuning in to one of my legacy podcast episodes. This episode was part of my original brand name that I unfortunately can no longer use. However, I wanted to keep these episodes up and running purely for your entertainment and to continue to offer exposure and appreciation to all of my guests that came on. There was a lot of love and work put into them, and I just didn't have the heart to take them all down. All of the external links in the description have been changed to reflect what I am currently offering, and I have gladly retained all of our special guests' links. Please be sure to check them out and disregard any mentions of my former brand announcements. I do hope you'll enjoy this legacy podcast episode as much as I had recording it. Remember to take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you very much, and I'll always be here for whenever you remember why. Enjoy! Welcome, it's Nostalgic Magic Podcast. Today, we speak to Phys Ed Ambassador Jim Hamble about Transformers and why the franchise still holds nostalgic staying power with the new upcoming series War for Cybertron, 36 years after the franchise's creation. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's Nostalgic Magic Podcast. Tonight, our guest is not only an amazing husband and father, he uh, holds a United States Bowling Hall of Fame recognition, and he is also an amazing player of Mega Man, a lover of Shakespeare, and a lover of our topic today, Transformers. He is Jim in the Jim P.E. himself, Jim Hamble. Jimmy, how you doing? I'm doing great. Glad to hear be here, buddy. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much for joining me. And we are going to talk all about one of your favorite things of all time, which I actually do not have a lot of knowledge about, and that is Transformers. So we are going to talk Transformers today. How are you, how are you feeling about that? Feeling good. I like some Transformers. Yeah, I love me some Transformers. Uh, just a reminder for all of our listeners out there, we are recording during quarantine. So uh, during this quarantine conversation, if the audio seems to be a little out of whack, we apologize in advance, but we're going to work with what we've got. Um, so Jim, we have a really big topic today. So we would love to hear, tell everybody how you became a fan of Transformers or how you were introduced to them. Oh boy. Um, I, had to say, I was thinking about this question beforehand because I was like, he's probably going to ask that. I just, it's one of those things like I just kind of always liked. If you ask my mother, and you know her very well, mm-hmm. she will say the story that I, she just bought the toys for me because I could say the names or whatever. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, that's how I kind of got into it. I don't know. I just always, I don't know. I guess maybe I just always identified with it because let's call a spade a spade. Transformers is the biggest. The whole shows and everything is just a giant commercial. Um, <laughs> yes. it, it seriously is. There's a documentary on Netflix that mentions it. It's like literally just a big commercial. I don't know. I think it's like the ultimate toy. It's like it's robots and it's also cars and like planes and things. It's like really awesome. Awesome. It's certainly is awesome. I like it. So cool. No, but um, I don't know. Just like the whole lore and like. As I got older, like, and, and now it's like the whole lore and the whole, like, like the whole kind of ethos there, like the backstory behind it is really super interesting. Um, I like the cartoons. I, I mean, I grew up with Beast Wars. I mean, I grew up in G- Generation One. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I always just like the toys. 
I remember every, everyone in third grade, everyone, remember? Everyone had like Polly Pocket and Mighty Max, and I was like, I got my Transformers. <laughs> Why are these not cool? But, um, no, I was a huge Beast Wars fan too, actually. That was probably the Transformers series I watched the most because it was on at 6.30 in the morning on yeah. Channel 11 before I had to officially, quote unquote, get up and start to get ready for school. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I remember definitely Beast Wars. I was just going to say, I just bought, um, there's a lot of new shows. There's kid-friendly shows. If you've ever seen, you should check out Rescue Bots. My daughter's a little too young. She's almost two, but we have a, a Rescue Bot book. My daughter knows Optimus Prime. She's not even two yet. I just bought other Rescue Bots. Like they have like the, um, now they, nowadays they have like, the, it's like two, it's like literally one step. They like press it and they, they transform. Oh, that's but, great. Yeah, back in the day, we, I think it helped my fine motor skills because I was able to just kind of, you kind of know, like, you, you know how to do, if you know how to transform those things, like, you know those. It's like riding a bike for the rest of your life. Yeah, every, every nook and cranny that you can fit each piece in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what kinds of memories do you have surrounding Transformers? We were talking about their shows and getting up early or their merchandise, the toys, even the animated film. Oh, boy. I, that's, that, you could have three podcasts on that. <laughs> um, maybe we can stick with the ones that make you feel the most nostalgic. The most nostalgic. Oh my goodness! I mean, just just thinking about Transformers, like like there's so many series, and it's what it's great about it is like every series always sticks with like the same core principles. It's always Megatron versus Optimus. Mm -hmm. But like if you read the the book Exiles, it's I want to say for me it's almost kind of like an old pair of running shoes that just like and every time you wear them it just gets better and better. Yeah. I just feel like because I, I look, I look the new, watch the nuances. Like I, I, I know the transfer, the animated movie from 1986, like the back of my hand. Like I said, my daughter, she will ask Alexa. She's like the touch, the touch. No joke. She seriously does it. Like um, it's something which is, which is still your ringtone for me to this day. <laughs> like I think my my mother's phone. It's ring. But what what's nostalgic about me? It's just like I just. Well, it's funny. I, there's an, there's a special on Netflix where Peter Cullen says where his brother, I think he said, was a marine. So his brother said. Peter Cullen modeled Optimus Prime after his brother. So just like hearing things up Optimus, he's just so wise, he's just so cool. Just like watching those old episodes, it just brings me back to time where I was just like, I was young, I was happy. The mm -hmm. world was like, I could play with Transformers and everything was just great. I had my toys, I still play with them sometimes, it's a little different now that mm -hmm. I'm 35. Now that I could share it with my daughter, everyone's like, oh, you're sharing with Transformers. I'm like, but she likes it too. So it's like a timeless, it's just like a timeless kind of thing. Like. If I can't, like, if I, if, if I can't find anything to watch, and like, you know, I can throw on some, some kind of Transformers series, whether it's Beast Wars, the original Transformers. Like, I even like the original Transformers season three. I'm nostalgic enough. In Japan, they kind of disregarded the American season four. So they just kind of like made their own. It's like three other series. Oh, I wow. have one. Oh. Um, they're dubbed in English. <sighs> Headmasters. I haven't gotten that far into it, but like, it's just... It's just like nostalgic. It just like brings me to a happy time. Yeah. And it just makes you know, the, the animated movie does that for me. I think I was more in tune with that than a lot of the other Transformers. I remember that. Yeah. Franchise, uh, franchise shows that were out there. I mean, it was, I mean, for me as the, as the entertainer, the fact that it was Orson Welles' final movie, and I didn't realize that until I was a little bit older, I was like, oh, so I, I kind of heard a desecrated Orson Welles trying to do dialogue in a Transformers movie. <laughs> and Eric Idle as the... Um, oh my goodness, as uh, Yes, yes, all of the, the um, ones who were like, we talk some TV. Yeah, they talk TV. 
That's right. They talk, talk TV. TV, not the news. Don't touch it that. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I I love that we have that that awareness of that movie and how important it must have been for just how action packed a cartoon show could be. And I feel like the the whole idea of well, I don't know. What are your initial thoughts on Transformers as an adult? Has the franchise influenced you in some way, be it like your life or your occupation? Because definitely oh, yeah. for definitely for me, the way I see Transformers as an adult. It's kind of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's all about teamwork. Right. It's all mm-hmm. about brotherhood till all are one. You know, it's a, it's a little bit more about the overall unity of, of having a common goal and having it be for a better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are, what are your thoughts as, as, an, as an adult on the Transformers franchise? Has it influenced your life or occupation? Definitely, yeah. Well, I, I definitely think a little, a little context. Because after the movie, there was in season three where Rodimus takes over, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people were kind of mixed. They didn't really like Rodimus. And there was a whole lot of big deal, but like, because they were just commercials. Mm-hmm. They killed off Optimus Prime, which is very traumatic. I seriously, whenever I watch the movie, I cannot watch that scene just because I know what's going to happen. It's just still very emotional. If you're um, really attached to it, it can be quite jarring. Yeah. It's interesting because so, so the original Transformers, I mean, they don't really do that really much now. The original were these, these, creatures called the Quintessons, who were basically arms dealers. They started basically making active robots, and the robots became sentient over time. And they made two kinds of, like, they made the Autobots, which were, like, houseware robots, and, like, war machines with the Decepticons. To understand, like, kind of, like, that lore, to understand really the backstory, that's interesting, which kind of gets overlooked sometimes, mm-hmm. which I kind of mentioned in the most recent movie, The Last Night, but they kind of totally, I feel like, botched it. Basically, they started off as houseware, so they drove out the Quintessons, and one of the cool story arcs of the third season, the original, was that Quintessons were trying to destroy them. And they kept trying to pit each other. The Septic- they kind of tried to keep pitting the Decepticons against. And they would just be like, okay, we're going to waltz back in. Which kind of leads itself to, like, I was reading the, the book Exiles, which just like, what happened before? That, I don't know, just maybe that's just how I've become. But just like, what happens? Like, I want to know more about the story. I want to know about the details. Like, these, these, these characters. Like, I didn't particularly like the newer movies because it was too much human interaction. Like, these robots almost become human-like. It kind of, there's always a theme like robots in the skies are like, you know, hiding parts of ourselves, And it's, it's interesting to see that Optimus Prime is, you know, the, the, the true freedom is the right of all sentient beings. And the Megatron, which is interesting, he's maniacal. I saw a funny meme, he was like, Optimus is like, we must be sick to humans. And Megatron's like, no, um, Mega Cannon go boom. If you look at the original, it's really interesting because it, it's, it's, I guess it's funny, it's a lot of, well, obviously it's a lot of it's based on Human, you fast forward to what really began the Civil War, and if you read the book Exiles, which is amazing, it kind of explains how Optimus Prime and Megatron were actually, you know, because it was like a hierarchy system, and Megatron was a, a gladiator, and Orion all, and all Pax, Optimus Prime was a librarian. There's a lot of backstory, and it kind of, it's interesting because it's, it's nice to see the details, but it's also nice to see how they, it, and it kind of gives some context because, and it helps me better understand as a person, like, you know, backstories of people. I'm just going to have, like, there's a backstory. This has helped me have a better understanding, just, like, how you treat, like, how your actions just going to have to seem like a bigger picture. And even just watching, reading a book about war and robots mm-hmm. kind of just gives me a better, like, better understanding of, you know, current political, social, social and economical times. I know it's kind of hard to say that, but um, okay. it's quite interesting because you'll see how they have this, had this common idea in the book that they want to... You know, they basically want to bring down the cat. There's a caste system, really. But they have two totally different things. And things go south is when they name Orion Pax, Optimus Prime. 
And Megatron's like, nah, I'm not about this. And then it's just interesting because you basically have the, the Autobots were really just kind of, they don't really want to battle. They don't really want to fight. They only do because they have to. Okay. And yet the Decepticons always, they're kind of built for that. So it's just kind of interesting because you have the proverbial David versus Goliath. You have these machines that really weren't designed for that. Mm-hmm. They only invented the art of transforming to kind of get up an advantage. Oh. It's called the Five Faces of Darkness. Okay. It really, it, it takes place right after the movie. Because it just sounds so interesting how they had to use transforming as an advantage instead of just as a means of having a secondary option of either warring or, or transportation for yeah. themselves. That's pretty cool. I never thought of it that way before. No, well, yeah, I mean, and it explains, in Transformers, there's usually some kind of like, you know, set canon mm-hmm. that is an Optimus Prime, but that's like the original original. Mm-hmm. That they, that the Decept- like they could not, like the Decepticons were war machines, and all they wanted to do was war. So to kind of, you know, get past that, it's interesting. I would say watch it. It's it's like in the fourth episode where yeah, it's in the fourth episode of the. Of, it's like a five episode thing, but like, mm-hmm. and they because then they rescue Galvatron, who just turns out to be totally insane. I, I literally just probably spent the last ten minutes talking about robots. <laughs> but um, has it influenced your um, means of doing physical education at all? I think I, I try to be more like Optimus Prime and just, just because he's, he seems to be very patient. He seems to be very wise. He relies on experience. He always just has a good attitude. Mm-hmm. He, he sees the good and everything. Mm-hmm. So I know that sounds kind of very cliche, but it, it's helping me be more even keel. He's just like the ultimate essential leader. Yeah. I love this I, one I think he's, he's, kind of the, he's kind of the leader we all aspire to be because when, yeah. when the chips are down, he always seems to be the one to either not have a plan but always stays positive. Right. I mean, even, even, even when he was dying and he passed the Matrix, mm-hmm. so if the viewers are not, I'm trying to make it so that like they, I'm explaining 30, 35, like 30, 30 years of, actually 35 years of, of um, Transformers history. But, like there's, there's a lot to it. I mean, and honestly, as much as I'm experienced, like I said, there's three Japanese series that continued after the first one. There's a lot, there's like comics, there's, there's like different, like there's manga series, like Six Worlds, like Beyond Me. That actually um, brings me to my next question for you. But, with, with the release of the new Transformers series coming to Netflix, which is War for Cybertron, do you think that there is a new audience out there for Transformers? And, and why do you think so or not? I think it is because the great thing about Transformers is it's always been able to like reinvent itself. Even with Beast Wars, like, uh, that was kind of like a Hail Mary. And, like, that's, like, one of the first, that's, like, the only series that, like, is true sequel. I mean, Beast Machines was pretty good, but that's also controversial. But I think it's good because, like, I mean, for the hardcore, like, even, like, the Bayburst movies, which were, I think, some of them were actually not bad, but Mm -hmm. it's still Transformers. It's still, but to those, I mean, like... I was talking to some people on Twitter, like they're saying it's going to be a combination of like the new Jack Ryan series. To the people that know it, they probably will be like, oh, cool. This is a good backstory. But for the people who don't know about it, it'll probably, you know, it'll probably be a political piece. It'll be science fiction-y. It'll, I mean, I think what they're doing with it, I think there's a potential that they've never done before. They've never, they've never done the stock before. Only in books, like I said. I think it'll be really interesting it'll give everyone a fresh start place to start. So there's really, you know, something for everyone. Plus it's Netflix. So they usually, they rebooted She-Ra, which was awesome. They rebooted, mm-hmm. 
Voltron, which actually was really good. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. I, I watched a couple of episodes of that. I, I got stuck. I'm still trying to finish it. I still have to finish She-Ra. I'll admit it. I love She-Ra. <laughs> did a great job with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I have a feeling that, you know, me having a son, having a show like Transformers and Rescue Robots is really great for him because he'll be able to see these action figures in in stores and be able to say, oh, I know that character. It's a robot that transforms into a car. Like, that's going to blow his mind. You know, we we Mm -hmm. actually haven't had him watch it yet because he's just coming of age to watch Rescue Robots. But I I definitely do agree with you that there's going to be something out there for everybody when it comes to Transformers. And even for somebody like me who hasn't really touched upon much of it other than what I had growing up as a kid and the first Michael Bay movie, there's a lot of potential there to keep telling a very familiar story with these very familiar characters, but in a completely new way. And and with writers becoming more fine-tuned to fan lore and for children becoming a little more precocious, let's be honest, it's, it's definitely got a lot of potential. Actually, I want to go through a list, a, a really quick list of anything from the Transformers franchise, shows, movies, um, and and why they're your favorite oh boy sure just a quick list you know i like g1 I like and, for, and g1 for everybody listening out there that's that's the original like 1985 right okay the g2 is technically they kind of just rebranded it but g1 is basically the three the four seasons in america that was 1985 okay um i think beast wars because i feel like I beast like wars would had to be my favorite Beast Wars, I think, is like one of the best. I feel like it gets it's overrated, but it, some people say it's overrated. But it really, um, just the nuances and just like, and this was not, this was like using animation, reviving series, and just like the the twists of I don't know if we wrote it, but the twist of it, like what made it so significant. I really like Transformers Prime. I don't know if the people like. That. Oh like, yeah, you know what? I haven't even touched on that. I I hear it's awesome. I feel like it's it. it Almost in some ways, to me, it feels like Beast Wars. Just like the, there's, okay. there's a smaller amount. You're not really seeing too many. So it, I think it was really well done. You have Optimus Prime. Peter. It's the first time that Peter Cullen and Frank Welker are, 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 are reviving their roles. Uh, Starscream is pretty Optimus. cool. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, Megatron. Okay. Starscream and Megatron. I like Beast Machines. Beast Machines is very, very deep and spiritual, which mm-hmm. is worth a checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, after that came... The Armada, the Energon. Energon, I thought was just kind of fun. Okay. Very anime-ish, but like I thought it was kind of fun. I liked Cyber- Transformers Cybertron, which was pretty cool. Transformers Animated is also a really good one. That's a good watch. Okay. You could actually watch them free on Tubi. Oh, on Tubi. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I've heard of Tubi. Actually, you know, it's actually free, and you could actually watch Beast Wars, Beast Machines, the originals, animated. I didn't really. I like those just because I feel like. They're just good. I mean, you could like. There's always something new to rewatch. It's just fun to rewatch. Mm-hmm. I go to Beast Wars because, like, I grew up with those. Like, I remember, like, in in elementary school, I actually remember there was one episode watching it before before the ball dropped in 1999. Okay. I remember watching one of the episodes of Beast Wars. I'm not really keen on the newer ones. That's a pretty cool memory that you can remember watching that before the ball dropped. Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, that's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how those little things stick out to you. Yeah, I remember that because yeah. it was 1999. I was just like, oh, it didn't seem like anything at the time. I was like, cool. Now it's not on TV. Now Beast Wars isn't on reruns anymore. But mm-hmm. I don't really get into the new. I haven't really gotten into the newer ones. Okay. I do love Rescue Bots. Rescue Bots is just fun. The cool thing about Rescue Bots is even even though they're predominantly male, they're not really like male. Mm-hmm. Rescue Bots is a great show because even though it's not the 
you know, typical. It's really still just a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know anything about it, it's um, it's a, it's meant to be a children's show. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes place at the same time as Transformers Prime. But what's great about it is it's about four Autobots that land on Earth for routine patrol, but they got lost in stasis. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely going to be a good show for my son if he. I definitely think he would love it. Yeah, and. You know, when Marion gets old enough, I think she'll love it too because it's just a, it's different. It's not violent, but it's, they're learning to live with humans on earth. You've got that. You've got Optimus Prime. You've got Bumblebee making a stop. And it's a lot of, it's about the four of them. And even though it is like designed for more younger viewers, these are the Transformers that are like, I'm holding in my hand. Mm-hmm. They're literally that's, like, that's the sound of clacking you here, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Transforming and playing them that are specifically that I bought for my daughter. Just as we wind down now, do you have any final thoughts on Transformers as, say, a franchise, a philosophy, a staple of nostalgic attachment, if there is any? I mean, for me, my nostalgic attachment to Transformers is definitely waking up at 6.30 and watching Channel 11 in New York and watching Beast Wars pretty much every morning before I went to get ready for school and even watching the Transformers movie. Like it was one of the few movies that we went around the corner to the video store and we rented it and we rented it so much that we could have bought it probably like two times over. But what are your final thoughts? Is is there uh, any kind of philosophy or a staple of nostalgic attachment that you have to the franchise as a whole? Uh, Just, just some of your final thoughts. Oh boy. Final thoughts. I guess it, I can't really say it's nostalgic in a sense because I'm living it able to share that with my daughter. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, and as I, I hear a lot of things about where a lot of people share it with their kids. So it's just something that you can really share. Like it's not just random toys or just like, I mean, they are cool. I mean, honestly, I, I, I'm surprised we haven't mentioned it before, but I'm, one of my favorite songs of all time is Stan Bush, The Touch. But, yes. you know, we even, if you remember, we even put it in our wedding montage video. You certainly <laughs> did. And exactly. I'm so glad that you were allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, like I said before, it's it's still his ringtone on my phone to this very day, and that that is never going to change. You, you um, got to check it out because it is like that's the song. I Stan think the, Bush, the touch. Yeah, shout out to Stan Bush. I think the biggest thing is that they were saying, if you remember at the end of the movie, they're saying "Till all are one." Mm-hmm. I think it's very pertinent because they're the Autobots are fighting or, and they're trying to make a difference so that "Till all are one," and I feel that's very relevant now. I agree. Um, so I that agree. our actions and words. So it's going to be very philosophical. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's funny. We're getting this deep philosophicalness from little toys that transform into robots. But that's the that's the magic of it. I know, yeah. It's done in a way so that you actually really get to care about these people. Like you really get to know them. I call them people, but they're like... So I guess, I mean, Optimus always said, I don't know about what light or darkest hour. Sometimes that's true because there's always one person. Look for one person to do that or try to be that person, mm-hmm. um, especially now, which is a dark hour. I'm not to make light of it, but I mean, I think you, there's, there's ways to be there for people. And to, you know, just make, keep, doing, keep doing our best to make sure to all are one. I couldn't agree more. And I think that's a perfect way to bring this all to a close. Just uh, wanted to let everybody know that if you are interested in physical education, you need to follow Jim, J-I-M, in the gym, G-Y-M. P.E. on Twitter. He's also got a YouTube channel out there and he's putting out physical education videos while we are in quarantine. Encourage you to check him out if you are into physical education. If you want to stay in shape with you and your family, please go check him out on Twitter. Jim in the gym P.E. Jimmy, my friend since four years old, thank you so much for joining us on this Nostalgic Magic podcast today talking about Transformers. Oh my goodness. Anytime I could talk about Transformers is a great chance. Thank you so much for having me.
That, thank you, buddy. And you're definitely going to see Jim in some of our videos as well coming up soon. So be sure to check All those right, out yeah. in the future. Thanks, Jim. You take care of yourself. You too. A big thanks to my best friend Jim Hamble for taking some time out to give us his nostalgic thoughts on the lore and brief history on Transformers. And thank you, loyal listener, for allowing us into your eardrums for our podcast. Be sure to subscribe where you listen to your choice of podcasts to be notified of all future releases. Also, don't forget to subscribe to us on Twitch and our YouTube channel to stay all caught up on our journey to finding out why things in our lives become nostalgic and if there's something magical about them. Until the next time, take care. Bye-bye.